0: Hey, I'm Sanjay. Welcome to Wisegrad! Episode number twenty-eight. How to write the best essay? Seven tips for you. Let's go. Wise <laughs> Grad? Listen, it's been a while, okay? <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 28 of WiseGrad. Thank you for clicking play and not clicking next. I'm your host Saint Sanj and I'm happy that you're still listening to WiseGrad and you're still engaging WiseGrad. The numbers are still up despite this episode taking a while to come out. I've been preparing for what you could call an audit of my PhD. I'm halfway through and I have a half-time defense so my schedule kind of got a little crazy and I well just say phd stuff <laughs> if you're doing a phd you understand if you're doing any sort of studies you can understand yeah sometimes things get they get hectic but thank you for clicking play and not clicking next i absolutely love that you keep engaging this podcast and you constantly share it with your friends i love that on this episode we're going to speak about writing the best essay and not all my tips you are supposed to take i'm not forcing them on you but just a little advice and something to think about. I know we all have different perspectives, but this podcast is really to help you, um, not to force you to, I mean, conform to my ideas. <laughs> but I research uh, all these episodes and they're from my own experience and from what I have read and uh, other people's experience. So people submit ideas to me and I make this these episodes. So... Let's go. Greetings and salutations, everyone. (laughs) All right, so in this episode, we're going to talk about writing the best essay. What is the best essay? (sighs) Come on. What is the best essay? Uh, In writing articles and writing papers, I think one of the major things for you to consider is how the reader interprets what you write. And many times we become so attached to what we write, become so attached to what we create, that we don't want to step out of the box and see the perspective of another person. Can this person understand what you wrote? Uh, Is it engaging? (laughs) Is it interesting any at all? And I think that's the first step to writing the best essay. Now I have, (laughs) I have uh, uh, listed seven tips that I think can help you. So right now, just grab your pen and your paper, or get your phone out and open the notes and take, take these notes and take them well and take them with a grain of salt too, because they might not all, I mean, apply to you, but let's go. Number one is to engage from the start. And that means your essay should have a good title and a good first sentence. Now, having a catchy title, uh, depending on the topic that you have, having a catchy title is very important, but catchy, but not corny. Your title should summarize what you're talking about in your paper, probably not give away too much, but you also don't want to mislead. Now, think of your title as a positive clickbait. You know those ads that you find on the internet in this metaverse, whatever, Facebook thing and Instagram, but the ads that you actually clicked, why did you click them in the first place? Think about that when you're trying to uh, develop a title for your paper. Uh, Think about that when you're trying to develop a title for your essay what will make the reader continue to my next my my first paragraph and then when they move to the first paragraph you also want to capture them from the first sentence and this goes on for all the paragraphs in your essay you know I love I absolutely love reading good articles and I love good articles that have a flow and have a a solid start like I, I get super excited maybe you can hear it in my voice so I've read a ton of articles and many students, master's students, PhD students, professors, of course, have read hundreds of articles, <laughs> thousands of articles, maybe. And you need to impress them if you're writing an essay, right? Your audience, your audience consists of uh, academics, professors, lecturers, uh, postdocs, even PhDs and even master's students who are uh, lecturing a course. So you need to impress them from the start. And a good way to catch them from the start is to have a good title and a good first sentence. The next tip I have is to be creative in your writing style. Now was it last week someone suggested that I read this paper and let me tell you the title was. hmm, okay but we we don't always uh, th- when i have to read a paper whether or not the title is engaging or not i just continue of course <laughs> it's like you have a reading assignment you have to read it but throughout the entire document i was absolutely bored and this was 15 pages pages of boredom absolute boredom and i i was like this person has no nice writing style at all <laughs> it was I mean, even history lessons are more engaging. And I mean, I, I, I like history, but I don't like to read history textbooks. But yeah, have a creative writing style, so be, be creative in your writing style. And it's important for you to understand how people in your field write. So a very good thing that you can do is read articles from your professor or your lecturer. That is a very good start if you want to sound good in your field. Use the jargons, use the lingos that they use. Now, don't overdo it. You need to come up with your own style, of course. But read, 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 read stuff that your professors have published. I mean, (laughs) you're trying to impress them. So if you read and understand and try to understand how they think and how they write and incorporate your own style and learn from them, learn from their co-authors, learn from their colleagues how to write in your field you'll be impressive and this is uh, this this i know some people might disagree with this if they'd be like okay i don't want to be a cut and paste version of my professor that's not what i'm saying i'm saying take bits and pieces from people in your field and also put yourself into it and boom okay this is this is how i write now <laughs> and learn as you go on and it's important. I had to do this a lot. For example, I'm a criminologist and I'm coming from the social sciences, but now I'm in the faculty of medicine and they write a little bit different in medicine. And when it comes to academic articles, they write less, way less than they do in social sciences. So when something is supposed to be 17 pages, yeah, let's talk pages Oh, so let's talk word count, 8,000 words, for example, medicine wants 3,000. So I have to cut down all of what I am used to saying and be more concise and to the point. And yeah, I have to write it within the field. I have to speak like them so they understand because my audience will then be people in medicine. And I have to be a little bit interdisciplinary because I'm sure criminologists will also read what I wrote. So you develop your own style after a while and through your courses, you will learn how to write and you learn how to engage your reader in different ways. So go ahead, be creative, read the articles from your professors, don't shy away from this. They're experts in the field, they're doing this course, and I'm sure there's a ton of literature that they've done or even the literature that they suggest, read it and try to understand how this person writes and how to be creative in your own writing style. Number three. If it doesn't flow, it doesn't count. <laughs> if you're writing creatively, you have a fantastic title. But this does not flow, then it makes no sense. And I'm trying to remember the phrase that I was told one once upon a time. Is it draw a red line through your paper, your essay? I mean, draw a line through it. I, from what I remember, it meant it just needs to have a sensible structure. You can see the idea. Uh, unfolding as you read, as you read this beautiful piece of paper with this beautiful, with beautiful words and this beautiful title, it all needs to flow. It needs to come together. So it's important that you plan your points, especially if this is a an essay, and uh, an exam. Like, what do you call it now? <laughs> Where's my memory? uh If it's a an exam that you're doing like on campus with many people, like a normal exam, not a take-home exam. For these, you definitely need to plan your points and make a rough outline and brainstorm much faster than you would for a take home exam. And for a take home exam, yes, you're still planning your points. You're making the rough outline and you're brainstorming. Now this will prevent a lot of confusion in your writing. And if you're confusing your writing and you're all over the place, imagine where the reader will be. They will be lost from line three. And you probably failed that paper because if the lecturer can't understand it and the colleague, the lecturer's colleague can't understand it, then no one will get it. And these are the people that you need to impress. So without a good structure, you're going to send the reader in a pile of garbage. So focus on something like the paragraph i think this is called the decrease in importance pattern there are many patterns you can follow but there's one where you do the introduction the body and conclusion so it'd be like introduction body 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 conclusion so that's that's a typical academic paper structure start with an introduction speak about the idea and give hints at the body and maybe what you might conclude and in the body you focus on the command that the essay had in the first place. So if the essay said you should discuss or analyze or compare, examine, evaluate, focus on that. And there are tons of resources online that can help you to understand these command words. For example, on cambridgeinternational.org, they have a whole list that you can look at and understand what they mean by these command words for example analyze when they say analyze you need to examine in detail to show meaning and identify elements and the relationship between the things you're talking about how about if they say uh compare then you need to identify and comment on similarities or differences so now sanjay what if they said describe you state the points of a topic and give the characteristics and the main feature so there's a whole list online you can find it so understand the command words because if you if you end up comparing when you were supposed to analyze you'll be in a big pile of (laughs) doo-doo and you don't want you don't want to end up there and you don't want to submit a paper where you're doing the wrong thing so go ahead and understand what the command words mean so the body of your paper will have some substance And remember that the last sentence of each paragraph should also be connected to the first sentence of the next paragraph don't just stop and throw the reader into another dimension (laughs) be like hey i'm talking about one thing and then boom another thing if you have to do something like this it's good to have subtitles where you can guide the reader. Now, I often use subtitles with the last sentence still connecting to the first sentence of paragraph. I use subtitles to kind of point you to the direction that I'm going if you didn't see it in the first place. Now, using subtitles, that's a very good way to help you. Now you can submit the essay with the subtitles or you can use the subtitles to help you while you're writing. So write the main header and put the subtitles for each paragraph that you're going to uh, speak about And then you will you just see everything just flowing right into place and you won't get lost now on the point of making the last sentence of a paragraph connect with The first sentence of the next paragraph, I say you have to start each paragraph with a bang. Now, that bang is a strong argument, right? A strong statement, a strong idea that will get the reader, I mean, interested. So with the first sentence, you're thinking about the whole, let's say, first three sentences, uh, how they come together. Is it a banger or not? And in then, I want you to end with your weakest point. So you start with a bang and the weakest point that you have, it goes closer to the end. All right. You don't want to shoot yourself in the foot from the start. And this works well with my other. Have I been counting these points? (laughs) I hope you are. That was number four. (laughs) But number five, I'm moving to number five now, is to have a good counter argument. This is not shooting yourself in the foot. This is giving yourself a little, uh, I don't know, a little punch in the leg. But then defending yourself. So, talk about the counter argument. Say, talk about a different perspective. Disagree with your point a little bit and then bring a big defense as to why your point is more valid. Now, this is important because it can show the lecturer, the professor, the instructor that you understand the topic and you understand it well. If you only mention things that and articles and and cite sources that agree with you 100%, beautiful. But uh, that kind of means that you only understand one perspective, no? Or yes. What do you think? Think about it. If I only say, all right, the grass is green and the grass is green and the grass is green and the grass is green to everyone. But I never mention that, okay, some people are colorblind. So to them, the grass might be red or the grass might be gray. Now, we have to understand that. But on a whole, based on this, that and that and this and that, the grass is green. You get what I'm saying here? And you need to defend your point and defend it well. And uh, trust me, when I read a paper like that, (laughs) I'm, I'm amazed. I'm like, oh. The student is good the student makes sense the student is clear the student understands the topic and understands it well so read wide think of your counter argument mention it in the paper don't shoot yourself in the foot give yourself a little punch and then come back like the gladiator and defend yourself and defend yourself well tip number six is to practice writing in between your exams so just, if you can on saturday <laughs> for an hour some saturdays sit and write sit and write write about a topic that you are already doing in the course sit and write about the grass just write and let your ideas flow and discuss these topics with your professor discuss this, these topics with your uh, colleagues so these ideas can be fresh in your head by the time you're supposed to write it on paper for a sitting exam or take home exam and it becomes much easier for you because then <laughs> you already did your research you know what other people are thinking you have an idea of what your professor is thinking about this topic you have so many points that when it comes to putting this on paper it's like bam 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 it's all good for you. So you keep these ideas fresh in your head. Talk about them. Write about them when you feel free. And yeah, don't hesitate to do that. I think it's very important that we practice. And don't, use, don't, don't only use the exams as practice because the exam is not really practice time. That's the examination time. And quite often in our courses, we don't have time to practice. Maybe we will think that the in-course evaluation is the practicing, so maybe you had two little assignments. That's not the time to practice. That's also an examination. Before that, practice writing a page. Practice writing a thousand words on a topic and watch your ideas flow and just brainstorm and think about these topics. So many courses, if not all courses, you need to engage them and understand it like the back of your hand you know i hate that phrase because i don't really know the back of my hand but you get what i'm saying get in the course understand it write about it right right just write brainstorm don't focus on when you're brainstorming or you're practicing don't focus on don't be too hard on yourself about what is uh like, like grammatically correct or uh, what sounds great just let the ideas flow so by the time you're supposed to uh you're practicing again you can put them together make them sound a little bit bit better and the third time you can make them sound even better by the time it's time for the exam you're you're just you're blowing it away like you got that a you got that a plus you got that a plus 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 come on and my final point is do not restate the prompt so if the exam question was Describe the events, I don't know, surrounding the protest at the US Capitol and discuss the impact that it had on the US elections. Don't start your paper by saying, The events surrounding the protest at the US Capitol. No. Imagine your poor lecturer having to read such statements over and over and over again. What if your paper was number 15? They're absolutely bored already. Especially if you didn't have a catchy title and you don't have any flow, focus on your mission, focus on the goal, the end goal, and just head straight to it. There's no need to restate the prompt because it will also look like you're looking for words to make up the word count. And that is not cute. (laughs) Now, my bonus tips. At the end of it all, work on grammar. Avoid mixing British and English British and American English uh, Spellings like color And yeah Words like those C-O-L-O-R or C-O-L-O-U-R Pick one and stick to one Uh, Work on your grammar Avoid irrelevant information In your essay Don't put crap in just to fluff it up And increase the word count It's very obvious when people do that throws me completely off And I go into this deep Dark web of boredom that's not good (laughs) and importantly do not plagiarize if you can remember a citation while you're in the sitting exam cite it say x and x said this cohen and felson said this and as importantly most important is when you have your take-home exams properly cite and learn how to properly cite and learn the citation for your field I feel like I just did a whole rant, (laughs) maybe this topic was very close to me, but I think these tips are important if you're looking to improve your writing and improve the grades on your essay. Now, as I said, maybe you already mastered a few of these and maybe you're oh my god so good but you can be better take up one of the tips or share these tips with your friends and your friends who are struggling or need to improve on their essays and improving doesn't mean moving from d to c it also means moving from a to a plus (laughs) or a plus to a plus plus we want to get the best we want to see ourselves shine no I I always want to see myself look good. I want to see what I can do. I want to know my potential. If I know I can do great things in a course, I want to see how well I can do. So take these tips, run with them, and have fun writing that essay. Until next time, I'm signing out right now. Absolutely love you guys and gals. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. And you can subscribe to the podcast and continue to support financially or however you choose. Share the podcast with your friends. Share the podcast with your lecturer. I don't know. Ask them to send it out in an email, you know, to everyone in the course. Maybe put it as a part of your course literature. I think so. (laughs) But thank you so much for listening to WiseGrad. Thank you for clicking play and not clicking next. I'm Saint-Sanch, sign out. Until next time, goodbye. Wow, well, gone. I had to come back to just remind you that you can head to anchor.fm slash wisegrad to become a supporter. Wisegrad needs your support for new episodes and, you know, new, fresh episodes, new content, new stuff on YouTube, everything. It's a lot to do, and yeah, I need your help. So head to anchor.fm slash wisegrad, W-I-S-E-G-R-A-D, and click support, or send me an email at wisegrad.org and tell me that you really want to support this podcast. Any, any, any way you can support this podcast, I will be truly grateful. Until next time, (laughs) I'm running away. See ya.